Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork. Currently, there is a widespread fear about the recent outbreak of the coronavirus. Last week, I went to Walmart, and you can't buy toilet paper because there isn't any available for purchase. People bought it all up in a panic. I went to Costco, where they usually have an entire wall of bottled water, but there isn't any. People bought it all up in a panic. The panic over the threat of the coronavirus, or COVID-19, has caused far more damage than the disease itself. I'd like to explain why fear over getting the coronavirus actually increases your likelihood of contracting the disease, and some things that we can do to protect ourselves from fear and from the sickness. Our bodies are designed with a natural system to protect ourselves from illness, but sometimes disease gets past that system of protection and we get sick. But then our bodies also have a natural system designed to fight those infections and to heal. First, let's talk about the body's natural system of protection. In general, your body fights disease by keeping things out of your body that are foreign. Your primary defense against pathogenic germs are physical barriers like your skin. Since most of our body is covered with skin, we are mostly protected. The parts that are not covered with skin, like our eyes, can be more vulnerable. We also have openings that allow things inside of our bodies, like our mouth and our nose. We need those pathways to be open so that we can eat and breathe. The coronavirus, like many other germs, can be spread if someone infected coughs or sneezes. An excellent way to prevent the spread of disease is to cover your mouth and nose with a tissue any time that you cough or sneeze, and then throw the tissue away. That way, the germs won't land on any surface that someone else might touch or come in contact with. If you don't have a tissue ready, then raise your arm and sneeze or cough into your elbow. These are common courtesies that apply anytime anyone coughs or sneezes. It is no different for the coronavirus than any other time that you cough or sneeze. In order to protect ourselves from the coronavirus or any other disease, we pay particular attention to those areas of the body which are more vulnerable, like our eyes, nose, and mouth. These areas do have some natural protection through our tears and mucous membranes, which produce pathogen-destroying chemicals like lysozyme. So they're not completely vulnerable, but they are weaker than those points that are covered with skin. It is unlikely that someone will cough or sneeze directly into your eyes, nose, and mouth, but it is possible to touch a surface that may have germs on it. If you touch something with germs on it, you are still safe because your hands are covered with skin and your skin protects you. However, if you then touch your eyes, nose, or mouth, you transfer those germs to an area that is not as well protected, which increases your likelihood of getting sick. If we wash our hands frequently, that naturally protects us. Another thing that might help is to become aware of reaching up to rub the eyes, nose, and mouth and try not to do those things. Also, washing surfaces with an ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, or bleach-based cleaner is an excellent way to protect yourself. All of those types of cleaners have been shown to be effective at killing those coronaviruses that do survive on surfaces. So our bodies have a natural system to protect ourselves. And there are some easy, common-sense ways to reduce the likelihood of becoming affected. But what if you do get sick? Then what? Well, first of all, according to the World Health Organization, 
The global death rate for the coronavirus is 3.4%, which is very low. That means that even if you do get it, you have a 96.6% chance of making a full recovery, and everything is going to be fine. Those are really good odds. Let's talk about the body's natural system to fight and overcome any germs that might enter your body. Your body has a brilliant immune system. The first layer of defense, which we already talked about, is a protective layer of skin. And those areas that are not covered by skin have tears and mucus, which contain pathogen-destroying chemicals. If germs get past that defense system, then the body has an internal system of defense to protect us. Our immune system has two kinds of cells to help protect us from nearly anything that might invade our bodies. They are innate and adaptive cells. The innate immune system cells are always on alert for germs. They patrol our bodies like soldiers looking for invaders. They are always there to capture and destroy any invading germs. If they find something, then they warn the rest of the body about the problem by activating the inflammatory response. The innate immune system cells also notify special cells called adaptive immune system cells. Every invading germ has a unique pattern, and the innate immune system cells break down the germ to identify that germ's unique pattern. Then it uses cytokines and antigens to train individual adaptive immune cells to recognize and destroy the specific patterns of each foreign invader. These adaptive immune system cells will remember this particular germ, and if it ever shows up again, your body will be better trained and ready to stop that threat before it makes you sick. This is the reasoning behind why we get vaccines. If your body has seen a particular germ before, it knows how to deal with it if it ever sees it again. So now you have two kinds of immune cells fighting against the disease. You have innate immune system cells to fight every kind of disease and specially trained adaptive immune system cells trained specifically to fight one kind of disease. That means that if a person does contract coronavirus, your body will train adaptive immune system cells to specifically recognize and destroy the coronavirus. Working together, these innate and adaptive cells of your immune system have the ability to protect you from nearly anything trying to invade your body. This natural system works very well. Remember that even if you do get the disease, you have a 96.6% chance that you will have a complete recovery and you're going to be fine. However, if we worry and panic about getting sick, it actually shuts down this beautiful, amazing immune system that is designed to keep us safe and healthy. Let me explain why that would happen. Our bodies are designed to naturally take care of things like digestion and our immune system to keep us nourished and healthy. But during times of an emergency, the body puts those things on hold in order to direct energy into more important things, like the ability to run away from danger right now. Our autonomic nervous system has separate branches to be able to take care of those different needs. The parasympathetic nervous system, sometimes called the rest and digest system, takes care of things like the immune system and digestion. But if we're in danger, then another system called the sympathetic nervous system takes over. 
Sometimes this system is called the fight or flight system. When our fight or flight system is engaged, it inhibits the immune system, the digestive system, and other important systems temporarily. Because when we're in danger, like we need to run away from a tiger, we need all of our energy for that action right now, so we'll put everything else on hold. And then, when we're safe from the tiger, then we'll take care of basic things like the immune system, digestion, and so on. But the body systems cannot differentiate between a real tiger and the threat of a tiger. To the nervous system, it is the same. When we're worried, and when we fear, and when we panic, the body turns on the fight-or-flight system and turns off the rest-and-digest system that runs our immune system. That means that even though we have this amazing system in place to patrol for germs and look for invaders to destroy them, that system will be shut off if we're worrying and panicking because the body can't bother with the immune system when it's trying to run away from a tiger. Now, I don't want anyone to start worrying about worrying because that will defeat the whole purpose of this podcast. Worrying will not in any way increase your likelihood of coming in contact with the disease, but it will decrease your body's ability to fight it if you do come in contact with the disease because it shuts down your body's natural immune system. The coronavirus is not a reason for fear or panic. Your body is already equipped with a system to protect you and to heal you. You are unlikely to get the disease. And even if you do, you have an excellent chance that you're going to make a full recovery and be just fine. The best thing to do is to calm down and allow our bodies to turn on that parasympathetic or rest and digest systems so that our bodies naturally have a chance to protect themselves and to heal. And to follow common sense practices like washing your hands frequently and covering your nose and mouth when you cough or sneeze. These basic precautions are enough to keep most people safe. If you're interested in additional resources for protecting yourself, I made a YouTube video a few years ago that shows how to make a simple homemade antibiotic that has been proven effective against many pathogenic microorganisms such as mold, fungi, bacteria, and virus. In our family, we've used it to treat a severe case of impetigo, and it was more effective than the prescription medication that we tried. This same antibiotic was used to decontaminate buildings after the 2001 anthrax attacks. It was also used to kill dangerous mold after Hurricane Katrina, and it's been used to help tens of thousands of people heal from malaria. It's simple to make and effective to use. I'll include a link in the description. I'll also include a written transcript of this podcast on my blog, Two Good Things. Just do a Google search for Two Good Things Bjork Family Blog. It will be under the Linda's Corner tab. The bottom line is, keep calm and don't panic. It's going to be okay. Remember that your body is designed to protect and heal itself. But if it does need a little help, there are also wonderful, easily accessible resources available. In closing, I'd like to share a quote 
by Franklin D. Roosevelt. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. See you next time on Linda's Corner.